we won't be silenced. We won't be ignored. We won't accept your oppression. We are strength. We are power. We are love. We are all in this together. Ending the stigma. Mental health matters. This podcast is presented by EJ Media Studios. My name is Henry, a.k.a. Hendall. And it's your girl, Kay Shanae. This is Culture Connect. Culture Connect. Another thing I wanted to touch on is like this almost, it's like seeing us be murdered on camera has become so normal. It's like slowly being normalized. People are becoming numb to what they're seeing on social media. I was just talking to a friend um, with this recent murder um, of a black man. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, basically he was pretty much tortured. He was a mental, he had some mental illnesses. He was out, he was found outside. Right. They suffocated him to death on camera. And I was talking to a friend about it and she was, and I was just asking her opinion. She was like, I'm just so used to it at this point. And I was just like, what? You, yeah. that, but, but she is coming from a very honest place. It's being normalized. This is what we're constantly seeing. So we have yeah. to do things like this. We have to have these conversations. This is why Henry and I can, you know, decided to do Culture Connect because we have right. to show something different and we have to stop making light of situations like that. Stop making light of us being murdered. Right. right. And, and um, then just to, to speak on just real briefly, uh, about things being normalized, um, you got to also take it. Uh, just go back to child to the to your childhood, um, mm-hmm. based on the community space that you that you live in. Murder and crime was already for some of us already normalized at a young age. Mm-hmm. So now, fast forward to the digital age. Now, where we have the information uh, of social media, and we can see these things being acted out against uh, black people, black men. Um, it's it's like you know I've been seeing crime for so long in my life, so when I see it on video, it's like it doesn't even move me. And I think that's another thing that a lot of us we we have to try to like uh basically break that barrier as well to not let things normalize us so much. You know what I mean? Because right. it's not normal to see a black man on camera getting killed. Also, it's not normal. It's not normal for us to watch each other on video fighting uh, outside and the projects or whatever. Like, that's not normal. You know what right. I mean? Well, and, and- you're right. It's not normal to people, let's just say, and I don't want to say the people just are normal, but that's what mental health is. Because a lot of people feel like that is normal. A lot of us feel like that's normal. Think about it. World Star made his name off of that type right. of stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And what's crazy is you go back to who controls what. How is it that when you go on Facebook and look at certain things, there's like, there's like this sense of things. Say, okay, well, this, this, and this, you know, has this content, press this to be able to, you know, see it. But when you look at murders of black men and women, when you look at fights, None of those have censorship. But if you go look at the people that control those things, why aren't they censoring that? Right. 
Why? Because to me, it's an algorithm. You can literally put, when somebody posts something like that, it can instantly be taken down. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think right when COVID hit, you know, they started since uh, when, when people were posting different cities um, with information and stuff like that. They started removing the posts. So right. if you can remove those posts, mm-hmm. why not remove that type of stuff? And I get it. We say, well, we need to see it. But my whole thing is, after you've seen it so much, at this point, it's like, okay, clearly we know it's happening. We need to be doing something about it. I don't need to have to see a rerun because when you asked me that question, did you see the latest month? Think about what you said. Did you see the latest Yeah, killing? the latest, not just this not, year. The- right. And I mean, when you think about that, it's like, what? Like, okay, they've gotten us so you know, just condition to look at this stuff. And I'm like, I do it. Like, I'm going to be honest. The main reason I stop podcasting because I'm like, what is there really to talk about? You know? But thankfully, y'all came in. Like I said, we can have this conversation. But it made me dial back on a lot of stuff creatively. I, you know, people was asking, hey, Dan, you know, you make some Black Panther shoes. I don't like doing stuff with somebody's death. You know? I yeah. understand that that more was from, let's just say, somewhat of natural causes, but I don't, to me, trying to capitalize off of somebody's death, I feel like, why are we doing that? You know, right. when we could basically be taking what that man represented in the time he was here, you know, why wait till he's dead, Disney, to go put a part? I mean, y'all got billions of dollars. Put a Tyler Perry, you know, Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, create a real Wakanda. So when when people go to Atlanta, instead of having to constantly worry about going to strip clubs and and all this type of stuff, give kids something to see that's gonna make them think I can be a superhero. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they don't have to go out here and think that you know, like we just recently had. I don't know if y'all heard. Um, they locked up the kid in Birmingham. 16 years old, so he's about to come out to um, this area, try to rob the place and start shooting up. He's 16 years old. They're about to try him for first-degree murder. They're about to try him for a first-degree robbery and a slew of the charges. And I'm like, could could have that been prevented if instead of putting the same old stuff up, giving these kids something to like imagine and be proud of that. I mean I grew up on comic books and stuff like that so that that is what you see behind me is me as a, I still have that kid in me but I'm an adult now that took that stuff and said what can I do to create a resource for other people yeah right but if every black man and woman thought that way and said hey okay I'm going to take what I learned as a child and I get it the reality is we got a lot of parents that don't necessarily care about the kids. Hmm. And that's a whole other topic. And your mental health for you. I mean, think about it. Like I said, <laughs> black people, us as black people are, I mean, we should be the poster people for mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, just straight up. And I say that because we were, we were conditioned through some of the most heinous stuff. I mean, you know, you see the pictures or whatever, but, you know, like, I, I watched Hidden Colors, 
And I'm like, man, like, the thing that you got people that are actually willing to do the stuff that they did to first. And then, again, the Constitution still states that we were three-fifths of a human being. Right. Property. Property, okay? Let's just put that in perspective. Property, meaning they used to hang up signs with me, your face, Henry's face on it every single day looking for people that look like you and put a, a bounty on your head and trade you, trade your kids, sell them, beat them, cut their limbs, do everything that you wouldn't do to an animal, so to speak, that you technically right. wouldn't consume. They did that to us. So all I'm saying is you got to look at that. And that's why I say we're the statement for mental health. But we didn't get the, when you go to the hood, do you see mental health panels there? Not at all. Not at all. I was actually going to bring that up just uh, for a child that's going into mm-hmm. a whole nother avenue, just growing up in certain areas and living around like maybe a toxic environment. Yeah. That can cause post-traumatic disorder. A lot of people just assume that post-traumatic disorder just comes if you're in the military or if you know there are children that are living in our hoods that are going through post-traumatic disorder because just like the military, man, they they don't have to go overseas to see someone get their brain shot out. They can see it right outside. Or they might have a parent who might have some mental issues themselves and they're not dealing with it. How are they supposed to have a healthy mentality if all that they've ever seen is toxic? You know, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like how you grow up is a very, that's the key factor into your mental health, in my opinion. That's where it starts. It is. And I mean, and a lot of us don't get to grow up in in great condition. Mm. And I mean, it's, you know, I I think that is really the push this time around. And, you know, I can debate all day about elections and stuff, man. But I mean, I feel like, you know, uh, Claude Anderson said it best, man. You know, black people should have their own party. Mm-hmm. And I say that because there's just too many things that need to be taken care of for either side to want to have. I mean, to me, you got one side that deals with this, another side deals with that, but they're not speaking directly to us. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, we'll throw y'all in there and all right, cool. But when you look at that, I think they still look at us as three-fifths of human beings. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, I know people don't like to look at that as the truth because you look at it and say, well, what you talking about? We own houses in this place and, mm-hmm. and all this type of stuff. So, you don't own that, okay? No. Here's my thing. And I get it. It, it feels good because we kind of trying to relive what our parents and grandparents did. It feels good to go out and, you know, you get a house and they love to put that statement up there in front of me. I'm a homeowner now. Until you have paid for that particular property, the bank owns it. Right. Right. I know plenty of people, like you said, majority grew up in a majority white neighborhood. They all, parents already got land, passed it down to the kids. The kids build, build, build the houses own the land right paid for okay paid right. for so already have businesses 
that they own. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm, that information alone, just to be able to continue to keep wealth inside of your culture, which here's the thing, I don't blame them for doing it. Every culture yeah. does it but us. Yeah. Chinese, uh, yeah. Indian, white. Uh, you any every culture has a system where they keep that money circulating within themselves. But yet as powerful as we are, like that money doesn't stay with us at all. And we're proud, like you said, you said Balenciaga. I'm like, to me, I I don't even who would even care about these brands if it wasn't for black people. Come on, man. Come on, is that okay. being real? You know who, who would care about the brand? <laughs> I mean, come on now. You right. feel what I'm saying? Like, when when you put something with a black person, it puts so, again, you want to understand your power? Just put on a brand and see how much recognition you get from it. Mm-hmm. Right. They know this. Right. So why do you think that we the first people they call like, hey, we need you to be the brand ambassador for this? We're the spokespeople you know? all the time. Always the spokesman. Yeah. For somebody else's company. Right. So my whole thing is this, that particular brand or product or whatever you want to look at, it has no value until you put it on. So I'm like this, and this is how I look at it when I approach customizing shoes. Henry can tell you, we used to constantly have to go into Nike, keep the walls in order, keep this in order. So I paid attention to the entire process. I'm like, okay. I even bought the book, Phil Knight's book. I wanted to know how he was thinking when he started the company. So I said, okay, if he can do that, why can't I? Mm-hmm. So I took that same approach and I said, okay, well, I'm going to start customizing shoes myself. I'm already, I know how to draw. What's the just paint shoes? I found the materials online, thank you to the internet. Right. Bought all the paint I could possibly buy <laughs> and just stacked that up. And then over time, I got one tool and another tool and another tool. And then I also saw what they did with presentations. So I said, okay, if Nike can present like this, when I show people some photos and even look at myself, they're like, did that come from Nike? Like, right. But that's the whole goal is to say, okay, well, if somebody else can put something together, why can't we? If we're the ones that's pushing the brands to be multi-billion dollar companies, but yeah, we don't have no. Only, uh, again, only a percent of us get a piece of that pie. Right. And that doesn't make sense. When, truthfully, the internet, a lot, think about this, y'all. Like, I got a whole radio station set up in here. 10, 15 years ago, you used to have to go out and pay somebody thousands of dollars just to even sit in a place. Same yeah. thing with y'all. I have a full-blown podcast production. Mm-hmm. that's power so you got to say okay how do I take this and get everybody else on board matter of fact I was just reading last night the Joe Rogan podcast Spotify bought it right mm-hmm. worst move he could ever make Spotify bought it and said hey we'll take away all of the business things you have to do. You know, for instance, when you're doing podcasts, you usually have to shout out uh, different uh, ads. So yeah. You sponsorship the money. Okay. Well, Joe Rogan is worth 10 times more than that by himself. But mm-hmm. the minute you sign on the dotted line just for the quick book, 
you dilute the product, you can go look at Dr. Dre with Beats by, Beats by Dre. I mean, think about it. We made that brand. The NFL felt so strongly about it, they banned it. Because right. they didn't want a black man capitalizing, but at the end of the day, 90% of us are who fill the seat. <laughs> Come they on mad now. They mad at Coach Saban because he understands that, okay, I'm not above the players that don't look like me to represent the cause for them. Because at the end of the day, why do you even have a job to begin with? Right. They don't get paid. But I, I take my hat, even though I'm not an Alabama fan, I take my hat off the Coach Saban because every football coach should have been doing the exact same thing. And if you got right. people that would get on board with that and say, hey, we don't represent this type of logic anymore. It just, it's crazy to me. You should not say that, okay, you, me and you do not have to agree on the same type of religion, faith, anything else. The right is right, wrong is wrong. Yeah. So I feel like, you know it's wrong to watch the stuff that's happening to people, even if they don't look like you. What's, what's it to you to say, hey, I'm in a leadership position. Let me stand up for that cause. Because I got everybody behind me that don't look like me looking at me wondering, what am I going to do? Yeah. But yet, you got a lot of coaches, millions of dollars a year. They're saying, you know what? We're not going to speak on it. But yet, these right. are the people you want to play for? Right. Right. They need I, us. I mean, <laughs> At that point, I say, I'm telling you, and I play sports, I play football in college, man, I'm telling you, I've, there's no way. I walk away in a heartbeat from that because at that point, it's bigger than money. And I think right. that's, again, you talk about mental health. Biggest issue with us is, man, we'll sell out anything for a freaking dollar that don't even look like that, Okay. When you Weird. look on them pieces of paper, do you see anybody who looks black on them pieces of paper? <laughs> the majority that was on there was slave owners, okay? Most right. of them were. So it's like, man, you take all of this and you roll it up and you say, all right, where do we start to build the right mentality? That's what I look at. We may not necessarily get to see the actual result of the mentality, but we got to start. Because after a while, yeah, they're going to keep showing us the same imagery every single day. Because they, they don't want you to look at yourself as an inventor, uh, a radio producer. You see what I'm saying? They don't want you to see yourself as those things. As long right. as you see yourself as less than, and that's uh-huh. just power. That's what power is. And I don't, I'm not mad at that because I expect that. That's always been there. I mean, any anybody that wants power is going to try to defeat the other person. But the, the worst thing is that for us as black people not realize that we're in a war. Right. And so you got to start approaching this thing from different perspectives if you know you're in a war. It ain't sure. saying that I got to go out here with guns loaded, ready to kill. No. Nah. Arm yourself with the right knowledge. <laughs> Put the knowledge in, you, in your hands, and then you say, okay, if I got it, all right, iron sharpens iron. Just like me and him, we were talking the other night. You feel me? Hey, here goes some more knowledge to help you do what you do. It don't matter if you and I do the same thing. The right. whole point is 
arm everybody that looks like you right now because somebody gonna make it. You feel me? Right. All you do is just take that influence and say, hey man, hey, I made it here. This is the person I want to put on. That's how you do it. That's what they do. Hey, and it go and it and it goes back around, you know what I mean, Thank in their communities. And that's the thing, man, that like when we were talking the other night, I was like I, I I took away from the conversation, man, just the next day when I thought about everything we talked about, uh, of how, you know, even when we worked at Nike, we we did the same thing now in between working. You always share knowledge and share information with me. Um also recommended books for me to read. Um mm. So my, my library has grown as far as reading books, uh, just from just being inspired by you uh, telling me about different books. Because, you know, when people say they read, you know, people like to read things that are enjoyable to them versus right. reading things um, that's going to give you that mental information that you need. So that's super right. important, man. Absolutely. And I mean, obviously, you can see it paid off. You know, I promise you, I... If you told me right now that, yeah, you'll be sitting here and y'all got you know, not just a podcast, man, but like I said, I, I love to watch stuff grow. Because I tell people at the end of the day, if we talked the other night. I mean, I, I started off on my friend's floor and here I am now with all of this stuff. And the crazy <laughs> thing is I tell people having things, like wanting things and then finally getting them comes with a whole nother pressure. Meaning, yes. we could want all of these reparations. We can want all of the money to pay back. But what's going to happen when we get it? And you're going to turn around and use it for the same old dumb thing. I mean, it ain't like we don't have it. I mean, when we talk about the hood, okay, what's the do to go out there and, and build up the neighborhoods and make sure we take care of it? You know? I mean, if, if our kids are planning those parts and things like that, I'm going to be real. That's, that's how these communities work. Everybody comes together to maintain. If this person knows how to cut grass, they make sure the grass is cut around the area. Mm-hmm. You know, and on top of that, they start a business from it. And most people don't want to leave their community because of how they do that. But yet, why is it we feel like we always have to get out of our community when we could be doing the same thing? And I get it. You throw drugs and you throw alcohol and you throw mental health into the mix. Yeah, it, it creates a very, very um, sensitive environment, so to speak. Right. But if you got enough people that say there's an infrastructure here and we got enough, I think that's what our generation's purpose is to finally <laughs> say, hey, you know, granddad, grandma, thank y'all, mom, dad, thank y'all. We finally have everything that y'all been asking for. It may not look like what you think it should look like, but all I tell people is this. I, if somebody said, well, okay, Dan, what would you take? Would you take $20 million for information that's going to, you know, as they build the infrastructure you need to build? I want the information. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people say, well, no, nah, I ain't passing up on the money. Because the worst thing you can do is get money and Put yourself in a very, very bad position because you don't know what to do. If you enjoyed that conversation, stay tuned for more. This is Culture Connect. Culture Connect. Culture Connect. The-
hottest female artists in Birmingham. Harmony, the Eastside Princess, new EP, Diary of an Eastside Princess, is now available on all streaming platforms, featuring the smash hits No Sympathy and Love Games.